It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Anonymous Show 96 season finale. Welcome to the Dr. Anonymous Show, the show that brings you observations and commentary from a family physician and social slash new media enthusiast. I'm trying a new intro out there. Not really kind of flowing like I want to yet, but uh, still working on it. I'm, of course, your favorite physician host, the best dressed host on Blog Talk Radio. I am Dr. A. And you can always find me at DrAnonymous.com. You can also find me at DrAnonymous.net. That is my Facebook fan page. And if you could become my Facebook fan over there, that will give you some exclusive video that is associated with the show that I sometimes and sometimes don't put on the blog. So you can check that out over there. And you can also find me at uh, DrAnonymous.org. And uh, that takes you... It should take you right to my uh, iTunes page there where you can subscribe to the show and get all you can handle of Dr. Anonymous. I know, very exciting. Uh, today is Thursday, May 14th, 2009. It is only uh, 38 days until PodCamp Ohio and 155 days until Blog World Expo. Very exciting about that. If you want more information about that, uh, we'll be talking about that next week. And it is uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And tonight, uh, we have no scheduled guests tonight. And yes, yes, uh, this is not the uh, season finale of this show. I'm sorry if you were expecting that. But uh, this is, uh, <laughs> I had to title the show something. And uh, the reason I titled it that was because uh, there's all kinds of uh, season finales going on tonight if you're one of those many people uh, who are uh, following your favorite Thursday night TV shows, uh, probably uh, watching that and listening to this show at the same time. I very much appreciate it. Uh, but uh, before you click off this show, and let me tell you what we're talking about uh, tonight. Uh, we're talking about a little bit of uh, news here uh, this evening. Uh, we're talking a little bit about the health care reform that discussion in Washington this week. Uh, Twitter's reversal decision, Cheerios as a drug, that's right, hang on for that story, and uh, also be talking about bacon vodka later, that's right, if you don't know what that is, well, you have to stay tuned here and uh, check that out. I also wanted to uh, mention a, uh, uh, not really a show, but a session that's coming up uh, right after this at uh, 1030 p.m. Eastern Time, 
Uh, there will be a special question and answer session over on KevinMD.com. Uh, uh, as you remember, KevinMD.com was awarded the best medical web 2008. According to your votes on MedGadget.com, their topic over there tonight will be physicians in the media, and uh, he'll be joined by our good, uh, good friend, uh, Dr. Val. So if you want to check out Kevin and uh, Dr. Val, uh, you'll be uh, heading over to uh, Kevin MD a little bit later. And, uh, you know, undoubtedly, they'll be talking about me because it's physicians in the media. I mean, come on. So uh, uh, so they'll be accept- they're actually accepting questions right now via Twitter. And uh, uh, the hashtag there is uh, KevinMDQA, and uh, you can follow them on Twitter as well. Uh, Kevin MD and Dr. Val, Dr. Val, those are their uh, Twitter names, and uh, so uh, I'm, I'm going to be checking out uh, the question and answer session there in a little bit as well. One of the things we'll probably be talking about as well is that Dr. Oz, you may have heard this week, uh, Dr. Oz is going to be getting his own show this fall. I'm very jealous about that. He should call me. Uh, you know, we could, uh, you know, I could be his co-host. It'd be great. You know, he doesn't need Oprah. So, uh, but you may have seen that news story this week. Very interesting. I uh, also wanted to share what's uh, going on in the rest of the month here on the Dr. Anonymous show. So I am having a Saturday show this uh, Saturday, May 16th, coming up at 9 p.m. Eastern time. One week from tonight, we'll be talking about the Blog World and New Media Expo. That is taking place in October in Las Vegas. And if you haven't heard already, there will be a huge Huge med blogger meetup there uh, on October 15th, and uh, there will be uh, some specific programming for med bloggers. And uh, I was uh, graciously asked to uh, uh, be a moderator for one of their panel sessions, so I'm very, uh, very uh, excited about that. And uh, this is interesting. I lost my chat room here. There's been a lot of uh, chat room problems going on here over on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network. And uh, so bear with me as I uh, try to uh, get back uh, by chat room. Maybe if we can have people uh, refresh their uh, chat room and uh, maybe we can try to get uh, people back here. So this will be an interesting show. So, uh, But if you want to join the show... Other than uh, trying to get into the chat room, you can call me. Uh, the uh, number here is 646-716-951. And uh, if you get into my secret, super secret chat room, you'll be able to see me uh, on the webcam here. But, uh, but again, there's been a lot of problems here at Blog Talk Radio recently with their uh, chat rooms. So uh, uh, hopefully we'll get, get people back, back in the proper chat room. It feels like a Star Trek episode. I haven't seen Star Trek yet. I hope to see Star Trek this weekend, but I feel like I'm just some kind of nether world, the alternate chat room universe. Uh, but I see people coming back in the chat room uh, here. Uh, let's see here. Oh, and uh, yes, uh, before we get started, I want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring your show again uh, this evening. And uh, welcome to those of you who are uh, new to the show. I am a, a family physician in a full-time private practice here in beautiful northeastern Ohio, and uh, coming up in June will be my three-year anniversary for my blog. Very excited about that. And uh, coming up later this summer uh, will be the two-year anniversary of this show. So this is show number 96. And as I say, for every show, thank you, Blog Talk Radio, for not canceling me. Uh, so I have all my stuff here out of the way here. So uh, we'll be uh, talking some news Right after this quick musical break, you're you're listening to the Dr. Anonymous Show, a proud sponsor of PodCamp Ohio. You can find them at PodCampOhio.com, and we will be right back.
Your guiding light in this dark and dreary world. The Dr. Adam Show on Blog Talk Radio. So, before we get these new stories here, uh, as you saw on my Twitter today, uh, I had uh, an evening meeting, which I just I just got home the last half an hour. And uh, it's interesting because uh, uh, I, uh, I'm on the board of directors or whatever. Um, of our local uh, services agency for the county here. I mean, again, am I getting any problems here on my uh, on my Skype? This is not sounds like underwater. That's not uh, understanding to him. Okay, uh, let me uh, let me see something here, and we'll try something from my end here to try to fix the sound. Uh, let's see here. I, uh, all right, let me let me try to. Uh, Play some music here. Uh, Reset my connection. Uh, switchboard. This will not be a good show right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, this will be uh, switchboard. 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 This is going to be right back. Experiment actually uh, worked, and um, we'll see if uh, people can hear me. Give me a little uh, hi and hello there in the chat room, and uh, we will kind of get started again. So, uh, yeah, so I'm just going to uh, keep talking here and uh, see if I can get a high sign from the uh, from the chat room here. Uh, and then uh, and we'll see still no sound there huh that is not good that is not good that is not good I'm just gonna kind of uh, kind of keep going here and uh, yeah so it's uh, it's been kind of interesting here uh, here today and that uh, had a lot of uh, a lot of meetings and uh, just a lot of things kind of uh, kind of going on here and it's just been uh, uh, you know tonight I was at, I was at a meeting you know, talking about uh, talking about mental health and uh, you know which is a it's a very uh, serious topic here in this county because uh, you know, we're uh, what I would say uh, you know, economically uh, deprived more than more than other counties I think and uh, you know the, the signs of and patients and people and families, you know, uh, suffering with mental illness is, is a is a big deal. 
uh, and uh, got to kind of got to see the other side of things as far as from an administrative standpoint, as far as from what the county, my local county, is doing to help these patients. So I just kind of ran in and uh, started the show here tonight. So it's looking like it's looking like that I got sound now. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to continue here, and uh, we will cover here uh, some news, and then we'll see if the other people from the chat room there can hear me. So we'll play this, and then we'll talk about the Doctor Anonymous news. So, uh, so the main story, as far as uh, you know, health and medicine, health policy, uh, the main thing this week has been going on in, in Washington. You may have seen it on the news this week, um, as far as the discussions with regards to health care reform and uh, what the White House has in plans for it, and what Congress has in plans uh, to get some kind of health care reform passed. And they probably saw a lot of speeches this week, and uh, looks looking like they're they're going forward with this thing. <laughs> In my cynical opinion, now that the uh, swine flu story um, has uh, lost some of its steam, uh, I think uh, they have uh, seen the opportunity to uh, bring healthcare reform back uh, into the forefront of the news. And uh, from our friends at the uh, Associated Press here is a uh, news story uh, that was released Monday, right before these discussions began. The last time a Democratic president sought a health care overhaul, ads like these from the insurance industry helped sink it. The government may force us to pick from a few health care plans designed by government bureaucrats. The characters, Harry and Louise, complained of a government health care takeover. But now some of the nation's top insurers are on board. Their trade groups joining with President Barack Obama and doctors, hospitals, and drug makers to pledge major cost savings. The fictional television couple, Harry and Louise, who became the iconic faces of those who opposed health care reform in the 90s, desperately need health care reform in 2009, and so does America. Soaring costs are a big reason 46 million Americans lack insurance, and they're a big obstacle to any plan to cover everyone. Now doctors and hospitals groups say they can cut costs by $2 trillion over 10 years. And these savings can be achieved by standardizing quality care, incentivizing efficiency, investing in proven ways not only to treat illness, but to prevent them. In fact, those savings are needed to fund Obama's planned health overhaul since his budget just has a down payment. And while details are far from clear, the White House calls the pledge historic. What we're doing is taking this, the arc of growth in health care spending and changing its direction. Meanwhile, a big fight still looms on the very issue that scuttled Hillary Rodham Clinton's reform effort, the role of government. Obama wants a federal health insurance plan to compete with all the private ones, but the industry says that's unfair. Though many questions remain on the coverage and cost fronts, administration officials point to the active participation of so many groups that fought a health insurance overhaul in the past as a sign this is the year one will happen. Mark Smith, the Associated Press, the White House. So you certainly hear there's discussions on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, the president uh, met with uh, insurers and companies uh, on Monday and Tuesday saying, hey, we can cut costs. And, and uh, so uh, and I think that was a, a preemptive move on their part uh, before uh, the government, before Congress says, hey, we're not going to pay you. Uh, you're going to get cut anyway. So uh, I think uh, you know these healthcare groups um, are uh, trying to uh, get some, I guess, political points uh, beforehand uh, before they get slaughtered uh, on uh, these discussions uh, with regards to uh, healthcare reform. So we'll kind of have to see what happens. And if you saw on Wednesday, 
uh, you saw another press conference there say, stating that uh, this reform is going to be debated um, in Congress beginning in July. Here's the Speaker of the House. Our goal is to have a healthier America. Uh, our legislation will be on the floor by the end of July, I am quite certain. And that is really cause for celebration for the American people. The President's commitment to making our country healthier, again, with affordable, accessible, and quality health care, where every person, if he or she uh, likes the plan they have, can keep that plan. Uh, also, uh, recognizing that health care reform is entitlement reform, and this is about cost, taking down the cost of health care to the Americans, to our economy, and uh, to our budget. So it's a very important day. We're grateful to the President for his leadership. Uh, we couldn't possibly be at this point without that leadership, and we promise him that we will have this important legislation on the floor of the House before the August break. In the coming weeks and months, I believe that the House and Senate will be engaged in a difficult issue, and I'm committed to building a transparent process to get this moving. But whatever plans emerge, both from the House and the Senate, I do believe that they've got to uphold three basic principles. First, that the rising cost of health care has to be brought down. Second, that Americans have to be able to choose their own doctor and their own plan. And third, all Americans have to have quality, affordable health care. Uh, these are the principles to which I'm committed. These are the principles to which the chairman uh, and the speaker and the majority leader, my vice president, are committed. We're seeing now that uh, traditional opponents of health care reform are embracing these ideas. They recognize that the time is now. Uh, and so I am just deeply encouraged, and I want uh, the message to go out all across America. Uh, we are not going to rest until uh, we've delivered the kind of health care reform that's going to bring down costs for families and improve quality, affordability, accessibility for all Americans. Now, okay, so I'm just going to get on my soapbox here because, you know, I mean, a couple of things that they have not said, and they're probably not going to say. You know, one of the things is that everything in there, there's nothing in their statements having anything to do with uh, frivolous lawsuits or attorney reform, you know, legislation. There's nothing in there that, that, that they're saying about uh, health insurance, policy reform, you know, it's, it's, uh, if, if you look at health care reform, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a, <laughs> it's kind of like a box. <laughs> one side is, you know, physicians, one side is insurance, one side is attorneys, and now the, 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 the fourth side is government. Government has, has, has needled their way in there. And in the proposal that I've seen is, is, is the, you know, that they want to be transparent. They want to hold people accountable. Well, hey, how about, how about, how about uh, holding government accountable? Are we allowed to do that? I don't think we're allowed to do that. Because, you know, also this week, you know, they, uh, they uh, also introduced their, you know, $3 trillion budget. Yeah, okay. They're, they're, they, they're not really uh, caring about... Uh, you know, cost savings there, are they? You know, I don't know. That's just that's just my little soapbox there. So, so at least from my standpoint, you know, I'm just going to keep watching this. You know, and and the the, the medical blogosphere has been great um, as far as because there's a lot of people, a lot smarter out there than me that are analyzing this uh, these plans and stuff. And it's it's too complicated for me. I don't I don't know anything about you know complicated finance and this and that and whatever. But uh, you know, all I know is that I take care of. You know, I, I take care of uh, patients. You know, I'm on the front lines. You know, I don't have the time to to get into this you know, willy-nilly political battles, that type of thing. But you know, I, I just I just want to take care of patients, and you know, I hope I hope that uh, you know some of this healthcare reform is real, and it's not just on paper, and it's not just for you know whatever. So that just that just my thoughts here. Sorry, sorry, it's gotten so serious here, but. Uh, uh, I just wanted to get get that out there. So, but also in the news this week, <laughs> this is you're kind of like this. This is kind of funny. <laughs> so also this week having to do with Medicare uh, is uh, hey Medicare is going to go uh, bankrupt. <laughs> wow, we didn't know that. Uh, we didn't know that at all, did we? 
<laughs> They've only been saying that for years. And this 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 sound clip here is uh, uh, is is my definition of bureaucracy because the language in here is so freaking complicated that nobody can understand it. I just think it's entertaining. The gentleman speaking here is the Treasury Secretary Tim Geithner, the guy uh, who runs the IRS. <laughs> he didn't pay his taxes. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say about that. But but this is bureaucracy speak in action. I think it's very entertaining to listen to. Check this out. The Medicare program's financial challenges are larger and more imminent than those of Social Security. Medicare faces demographic challenges, rapidly growing health care costs, and the short-term outlook has been hurt by the recession. Medicare's annual costs were 3.2% of GDP in 2008, or nearly three-quarters of Social Security's, but they are projected to surpass Social Security expenditures in 2028 and to reach 11.4 percentage points of GDP in 2083, compared with only 5.9 percent for Social Security. Medicare's Hospital Insurance Trust Fund is projected to become exhausted in 2017, two years earlier than projected in last year's report. The cost of Medicare's supplemental medical insurance to the federal government is projected to increase rapidly. General revenue financing for SMI is expected to increase from about 1.3 percent of GDP in 2008 to over 4.7 percent of GDP in 2083, with continuing increases beyond those 75 years. Now, this year's Social Security report projects that the trust fund will be exhausted in 2037, four years earlier than the trustees projected last year. This change is primarily due to the economic recession. Recent data that prompted a small downward adjustment to the projected level of real GDP and the fact that our citizens are on an average, on average are projected to live longer lives. Nevertheless, Social Security can continue to pay full benefits for nearly 30 years and cover approximately 75% of scheduled benefits thereafter. What? No idea what this guy's talking about. He's talking about 2083. Like, what is the deal with that? I don't, I don't even uh, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. So that's 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 what it is to be in Washington. That's just kind of crazy stuff. So that ends the serious news here. We'll pick up the pace here. We'll lighten things up here. So hang on. I'm sorry it was so serious, but we'll uh, we'll have a little bit of fun now. We'll have take a little bit of a break. We'll be right back on the Doctor Anonymous show. Trying to find a lighter side of life. This is the Dr. Anonymous show only on Block Talk Radio. So, uh, so have you heard about this? Cheerios? Cheerios <laughs> as a drug. <laughs> have you heard about this? This is just, uh, this is just uh, ridiculous is what it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, here's a new story from Reuters. Dispute over food label claims are always political, but the current insane iteration of the American right has walked several steps past the crazy line with its collective reaction to the Food and Drug Administration demand that General Mills tone down its health claim for Cheerios. Cheerios. The federal government <laughs> is taking issue with Cheerios. This is funny stuff. Here's a clip. Recall or safety warning about the popular Cheerio cereal, but the FDA. Yeah, sorry about the volume. Let me let me let me try to turn up the volume here a little bit. There is no recall or safety warning about the popular Cheerio cereal, but the FDA has issued a warning to the makers of Cheerios that their advertising claims just don't cut it. Wording on cereal boxes tells consumers Cheerios can help prevent or treat heart disease by lowering bad cholesterol. The FDA says only approved medications have the right to make those claims. And here's one cardiologist's take on the Cheerios confusion. And one of the reasons why cereal has that claim is because they have, you know, three to four grams of soluble fiber a day. But in really, in order to lower your bad cholesterol, you need to be eating a lot of fiber. Dr. Cho says you need closer to 10 to 15 grams of soluble fiber a day to help reduce your bad cholesterol. 
That would take a lot of bowls of Cheerios, and a daily meal plan that heavy on cereal would not be in line with the balanced diet recommended by cardiologists. So it should include vegetables and proteins and fruit and grain and dairy products. If you eat just one group of food, just cereal with milk, then you eliminate the benefits of vegetables and fruits and, and protein. The FDA does allow cereal makers to market whole grain foods as a way to lower the risk of heart disease. And General Mills says Cheerios received FDA approval to promote the health benefit 12 years ago. The company maintains the FDA warning is more about packaging than the cereal itself. The FDA maintains it never approved the specific claim that Cheerio cereal can lower your cholesterol 4% in six weeks. General Mills executives say they will work with the FDA to address the packaging and marketing concerns. Live in the studio tonight, Christy Runyon, ABC 36 News. Okay, so uh, I just want to give people a heads up to refresh your chat room. This will be the second or third time that you'll have to do it during the show. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so that's where everybody went. If uh, people are wondering where I went, I had to refresh my own chat room and uh, lost everybody. So if people can refresh again, then uh, we'd be able to be all together again. This is a Star Trek episode. I swear. <laughs> so, so, that's, so that's Cheerios. So, so Cheerios is making a claim that you can lower heart disease and just from the Cheerios and then the fine print it says, well, you need a balanced diet and exercise and, and uh, the Food and Drug Administration is going after Cheerios calling it a drug. I think it's, uh, <laughs> I think it is very, very entertaining. <laughs> so we'll see uh we'll see what happens uh, with that so uh let's see the next story here whoops so i gotta talk about this twitter thing because as everybody knows i am a twitter freak i am a twitter uh, addict and uh, twitter blew up this week uh because of a news story uh that came from uh let's see readwriteweb.com the title is uh, twitter puts a muzzle on your friends Goodbye, people I never knew. And this is from May 12th. It's not exactly a silent spring, but a change in Twitter setting this afternoon has already greatly reduced the tweets its users are witness to. And then uh, what the company called a small settings update, users no longer see public replies sent by friends to people uh, sent themselves that are not following. So basically what this comes down to is somebody sends you a reply and you're not able to see it and uh, for about two days on Twitter you probably saw the uh, uh, the labels there uh, Twitter Twitter fail and uh, I think the other one was fix replies and uh, that was the that was the rage of Twitter for about two days until yesterday uh, when uh, Twitter had a uh, planned a planned maintenance update. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so what they did was, uh, uh, and this is an article from Mashable.com, Twitter repairs fixed replies with duct tape. Uh, call it fixed replies gate. There, were, there was an uh, uproar overnight as the word started to spread that Twitter was disabling options that uh, gave users control over uh, what they can see. Then came the confusing follow-up post from Twitter where they acknowledged the discontent. Yeah, they acknowledged the discontent. They said it sucked. Where they uh, and noted that the uh, technical issues uh, with scaling uh, the feature the way it was previously designed. So basically they said, we screwed up and we are going to try to fix it. If people remember uh, who uh, are on uh, Facebook, the similar uh, incident happened where uh, Facebook changed uh, something. Uh, I forget what the deal was. Uh, there's a big uproar, um, and then Facebook reversed its course, and uh, now uh, people can do whatever they want. I think. Uh, so, um, so yes, yeah, so we'll, I, I think tw I think those are uh, still trending topics on Twitter. Uh, yeah, fixed replies and uh, uh, Twitter fail. So uh, 
That's an interesting story from the new media this week. Uh, another interesting story. Let me see if I find it here in my in my list here. If I could find it. Uh, I know I had it here somewhere. Uh, just uh, talk about yourself as I'm trying to find this other story because uh, this is my uh, supreme organizational style, which I can't find. Oh, here it is. So uh, this is from Yahoo News from Dublin. You may have heard of this. Uh, Irish student hoaxes world media with fake quote. Uh, when Dublin University student Shane Fitzgerald posted a poetic but phony quote on Wikipedia, he was testing uh, how our globalized, increasing Internet-dependent media was upholding accuracy and accountability in the age of instant news. So what he did was he, uh, he planted a quote for a guy whose name was uh, Maurice Jarre, hours after the French composer's death on March 28th. He slipped in the uh, quote here. Uh, I don't think we have the quote. But uh, that quote, which was on Wikipedia, ended up on all of these obituaries around the world. Basically, he said that this guy had a, said something. I forget what it was. Uh, but this fake quote ended up in obituaries around the world because uh, people, I guess, went to Wikipedia first in trying to uh, get the stories on the obituary of this guy. And he had, that was a little bit of an experiment, which actually worked. And uh, <laughs> around the world, people are like, oh, well, you shouldn't trust uh, to Wikipedia. Of course you shouldn't trust Wikipedia. <laughs> of course I do. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> kind of funny. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, that is uh, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, this is 24-hour news cycle that we're in right now. Uh, and uh, you know, and where people get their uh, information, which I think is uh, is very uh, very interesting. So uh, we'll see if Wikipedia walks down on some of that stuff and uh, uh, and see if they can uh, further uh, I don't know confuse people when it comes to this. Yeah, I don't know about you, but uh, the show is really not uh, flowing as much as I. <laughs> As I, as I thought it was uh, going to be here tonight, so I apologize about that. Uh, but another, another story I want to talk about was uh, our good friend uh, uh, Jay Leno, and uh, he's been doing some uh, some free uh, some free shows, and uh, he did uh, one here uh, recently here in Ohio, in Wilmington, Ohio, and he calls it the I think he calls or somebody calls it the uh, Comedy Stimulus Tour, and he gave uh, two uh, free shows. Uh, to the people down there in uh, Wilmington, um, Ohio, and I did have a uh, a story here from the Columbus Dispatch, which I can't find here uh, right now. Uh, but uh, uh, good for him, good for him. I know he's been doing this uh, across the United States, and it's something that uh, you know, he doesn't want a lot of uh, 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 press for. Uh, but but good for him. I appreciate uh, appreciate him doing that. That's great that uh, that he's uh, that he's doing that type of stuff. So. Uh, uh, let's see what else do I have here as as far as uh, far as news stories. You know, I did I did talk about it at the beginning of the show here, which I think is very interesting. Is that uh, for people who watch uh, Oprah? I know a lot of my patients watch Oprah. A lot of my patients get medical information from TV shows like Oprah and from. Uh, uh, Dr. Oz, and there was a story that came out this week. Uh, Oprah says farewell to Dr. Oz and launches the uh, Winfrey-produced Dr. Oz show, Healthcare Education in the Making. Dr. Oz, who doesn't uh, watch and listen to what he has to say, this is a good move on the part of Oprah to further healthcare education, this article says. Healthcare education is needed so badly today when the media is the first place to go. Unlike some other guests, his appearances do help bring information to those who might otherwise not be exposed. Recently, I uh, did a post on his uh, regenerative medicine appearance. I uh, post quite a bit here on this blog about uh, this too. And uh, if it was not for this research that I do daily on this blog, I would not be aware of what is available. That's what this uh, post says. Uh, so this will be uh, kind, of, uh, kind of interesting. Uh, to see kind of how this uh, this plays out here. Oh, this uh, article goes on. 
I'll be sure to keep a watch out uh, when the show starts, and hopefully there will be a content that could be embedded here to perhaps uh, well, he, she just this uh, blog says they may post some information from the uh, from the show. So uh, so you know, Doctor Doctor Oz is going going out on his own to have his own TV show. So that's. Uh, That'll be uh, quite interesting to see. I did want to give a uh, hi and hello to people in the chat room, at least this chat room. For people who are coming in late, so welcome to the uh, Dr. Anonymous show. There have been multiple chat rooms going on during, uh, during this show. This has been a blog talk radio problem. Uh, so if you are in a chat room alone, please hit refresh, and hopefully you'll be able to join us here along with Kat uh, from the Landview Lowdown, Kimmy, and Brent from the Auto Box. We have a guest. We have J-Man. We have Trauma Junkie, Jesse, Peggy K. The boat is real. Nancy Nurse 17, and our good friend Reverend Rock Dog is uh, joining us here uh, this evening as well. So thank you all for uh, for joining us. And uh, I think I have a couple more stories here uh, uh, before I uh, close things up here uh, for the evening. So uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this uh, uh, Star Wars movie. I haven't. I Star Wars. Star Trek. Oh. Someone's going to shoot me for saying that. So I haven't seen a Star Trek movie yet, uh, so uh, hopefully uh, hope you'll be able to see that uh, coming up this weekend. I've been uh, trying to keep away from the press on this, <laughs> but I think I've seen the whole movie on commercials already. So, uh, But uh, that's going to be interesting uh, to see. I can't wait to see that. And another movie that I'm uh, uh, anxious to see is uh, uh, Angels and Demons. You may have uh, heard about uh, this one. Uh, so... Um, I've got this little clip here. A talk. I think Tom Hanks is in this clip talking about his new Angels and Demons movie. He exposed one of the greatest cover-ups in human history. But what terrifying discovery would make the Vatican turn to him? That's Illuminati. Robert Langdon is searching for a series of clues that will lead to the path of illumination that will take him to the spot where the Illuminati has regrouped to finally get its revenge on the established church. I need access to the Vatican archives. Access to the archives is only by written decree by the Holy Father. Fellas, you called me. Bernini, that crafty sculptor that he is, has decided to put them very surreptitiously, very mysteriously, in, in sculptures uh, and fountains and statues in ways that only a man uh, with a degree in, in symbology could discern. That is what Robert Langdon is doing. He's got to do it before the stroke of midnight uh, and the election of a new pope. So I wanted to get sort of the things that I remembered and appreciated most out of the novel into the movie, and I wanted to see what other people identified with as well, and keep it just to that. And that allowed me to, to, to sort of um, streamline the story um, eliminate a lot of other ideas and go for a faster-paced, harder-driving, more intense experience. This is the first sign. What sort of sign? Earth, air, fire, water. And the fifth sign. May God forgive you for what you've done. Father, if God has issues, they won't be with what we've done. They won't be with what we're about to do. So that'll be coming out. So if you want to check out what I'm doing this weekend, you can uh, also subscribe to my Twitter feed, twitter.com slash Anonymous. So I got one more story here to share with you. But before that, I did want to, again, uh, mention uh, the uh, question and answer session that's going to be taking uh, place over on kevinmd.com. And uh, as you may or may not know, Kevin MD. Uh, uh, was awarded the Best Medical Weblog of 2008, according to MedGadget.com, and it'll be uh, Kevin and also our good friend Dr. Val. Their topic tonight will be uh, Physicians in the Media, and that'll be taking place at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So I recommend you check it out. So uh, they're uh, two, what I would call, two leading voices in the uh, medical blogosphere, and uh, they always have great stuff to say. Uh, and uh, it, what they have over there is uh, Kevin MD has kind of a live blogging uh, software integrated into his blog where you can type in questions. It's called, I think, Cover It Live, where you can type in questions, and then they will respond to you in text. 
So uh, I've seen them done, do that for questions with regards to the swine flu, with regards to uh, electronic medical records. Uh, so it's a pretty good interaction uh, between uh, between the panelists there. So uh, so that's uh, very exciting to to check out. So uh, could you check that out uh, right after this show? So our last story here um, has to do, and I've been uh, teasing this all along, bacon vodka. <laughs> so those of you who come to this show a lot or come to my other uh, favorite uh, Block Talk radio shows, you know uh, some people's uh, obsession with bacon and some people's uh, obsession with vodka. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't explain it. But it's funny. It's good to talk about. And why not put both of them together and call it Bacon Vodka, here's the news story. Check this out. You've heard of vanilla vodka, watermelon vodka, but bacon vodka? It's actually really tasty. It's fantastic. Uh, it's my second drink. From the grill to your glass, it's a new drink sizzling across the state. Bacon fans rejoice. There is a new sizzling sensation created locally, bacon vodka. It was created by three friends who sold their first bottle in a liquor store on Wednesday. Now they say it has been flying off the shelves ever since, and they're proving the skeptics wrong. Uh, first, they don't believe us, and then they try it. And uh, probably nine times out of ten, their first reaction is, wow, that really tastes like bacon. <laughs> it sounds kind of good. The bacon vodka has already inspired some pretty wild drinks, like chocolate bacon martini. Yeah. A bacon Russian, which is similar to a white Russian, and the bacon Mary. That sounds great. To learn more about bacon vodka and where you can get it, head to our website, q13fox.com. Unique taste. Yeah, not <laughs> great. Smoked I think a little, vodka, little, little, I guess, little, you know? Bits, uh, bacon bits sprinkled on top yeah. of that bacon Mary. That sounds yeah. pretty good to me. I don't know. They seem to be pretty successful so far. So far, so good on the weather, too. Yeah, whatever. You always love the banter. The banter between the anchors and the weather guy. Like, what is up with that? Yeah, the weather's going to be great here, wherever we are. It's going to be partly cloudy. It's going to be partly sunny. It's going to be whatever. If you want to know what the weather is, look outside and put your head out there, and uh, that's what it is. So so that's all I have for you here this evening. I know we have 12 minutes left or 11 minutes left. I'm going to close this thing up. So I want to thank everybody for joining me here this evening, and I want to thank everybody for your patience in uh, running through some of my uh, technical problems when it comes to the chat room, when it comes to uh, uh, when it comes <laughs> when it comes to uh, the audio, I had to reset my Skype. It was very frustrating. Uh, so, uh, so that's all I have for you here uh, this evening. So, thank you, everybody. My uh, next show will be Saturday night, uh, May sixteenth. It will be the night shift at nine p.m. Eastern Time right here on Blog Talk Radio. Um, I'm going to close with this song because, uh, I don't know, I'm just real frustrated right now. This, this show was not uh, not what I thought it was going to be tonight. So, But I want to thank everybody for hanging out with me and uh, putting up with me here tonight. Uh, let me find this song and, and get out of here because, uh, I don't know, I'm just, just kind of kind of grumpy right now. So good night from Northeastern Ohio. I am... Uh, Dr. Anonymous. You can find me at DrAnonymous.com and good night. You know, I even put the wrong closing music. <laughs> All right, here we go.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.